Hello out there in my lovely listening area. I hope you're all being wonderful and blessed and feeling the energy. This is Agent K, your favorite person on the airways. And this is the Perfectly Imperfect, the podcast. Oh my God, it's been a week here in New York. And before I even get into the tea, I want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, downloading. Um, It has been a blessing that you have decided to join me on my little journey, on my little rants and everything else in between. Um, But you know how you can make this even better. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends and, you know, comment. Let me know how you like this podcast and what you want to hear or any viewpoints. I will get back to you. And at the end of this podcast, I will have my Twitter as well as my email address so that you can send it to me directly if you would like to send it to me directly and not on the comment boards. But let's get into the tea. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So New York in less than two weeks from today, because today is August 15th. Is going to get a new governor. And it's going to be the first female governor for the state in its history. But I want to talk about the last governor. And the reason why I want to talk about the last governor is because Facebook. Let me explain. Let me explain. You know, Facebook has these memories that pop up. And I have laid some gems on Facebook in my time. For those who are listening and follow me on Facebook knows that I have Keisha-isms sprinkled all through my page in the 12, 13, 14 years that I have been on Facebook. But um, I think it's very poignant that this particular Keisha-ism um, popped up. Today, so I know today is the 16th when I record this, but it popped up on the 15th of August. And I said this in 2018 on the 15th of August. People will always tell you what you did wrong, but will hesitate to compliment you when you did right. So I wanted to turn that around and um, rephrase it a little bit and just say people will remember you when for people will remember you for the things that you did wrong rather than what you have done right. And I've been watching the coverage with the governor and I'm not a huge fan of of. Political dynasties or anything. I don't. Sometimes. And and 
not even sometimes. Most of the time, I'm not even a fan of particular people. Um, I'm more of a fan of your actions. What good have you done to change the world and change my life in particular? So I believe with this crisis of the pandemic, Governor Cuomo did a wonderful job. He kept us abreast of everything. Yes, I would say I hated his press conferences every day, but it was still must-see TV. Um, It started other states to be in this area that I live in, the New York area, to be more forthright and forthcoming with everything. Um, I enjoyed his battles with the mayor, um, mainly because I think sometimes Mayor de Blasio uh, lives in a world that is unfeasible to the rest of us, but that's a different podcast altogether. When we go, if I decide to go into local politics, but he is talking about he wants to run for governor as well. He wasn't a great mayor, trust me. I don't think he'll get the governor's seat anytime soon. And um, he he did a lot for this. For the state of New York. Granted. Some of the stuff he did. Was a little twisted. Like under reporting. How many people died in nursing homes. Or. You know. His little tete-a-tete with the mayor. But. I. I'm trying to. Look at people in a different light. These days. Mainly maybe because. Of things that have happened in my life where I have done so much good for people because I made a choice that people didn't like all of a sudden I'm evil and I'm the black sheep and everything in between. Maybe I'm showing some kind of bias to the governor because of my past experience and I think a lot of people will be doing that as well. I mean, they will feel the bias. They, I mean, if you really think about it, we are all human. But let me take the other side of this. The governor is supposed to be a smart man. Right? Then why? Please explain to me why. You... Signed the law for sexual harassment. You viewed, had to be one, probably one of the first people to design the curriculum for sexual harassment in the state of New York. I'm just a little lost in why. You think you were above all that. And. Even though he has done. So much good for the state of New York. um, He's put in programs that has benefited the state of New York. He, He has fought for us. Like a true New Yorker does. You know. You're not above the law. And it's a shame, it's a downright shame that P- 
people these days just look at the negative. And I'm not going to say I'm not at fault because I look at negatives all the time. Like, for instance, I didn't like Miss Cardi B for a long time. And part of me still don't like her. But I cannot knock her for her talent. I cannot knock her for making that money and getting that bag. Girl, do what you got to do. I can't knock her. And really the governor, we can't even knock the governor. Now, we have to think about the long run, right? So, he has to pay for what he did. So, for those who don't know, which I should, I think everybody should know, he lied about... On top of the sexual harassment charges by 11 women, he lied about how many people died in the nursing homes due to COVID. He um, used staffers to write his book. Um, which was on the New York State dime. Now... The budget for New York State, due to the COVID situation, the budget for the city due to the COVID situation is extremely tight. So now all this money was paid to the staffers to basically... To basically write this book for him. The question is, how is New York State going to recoup that money? And then all those people who died in the nursing homes due to COVID and was not registered because they were afraid of backlash from the federal government, um, which doesn't make sense to me at all, but... That's the excuse they're using. Are those families going to sue Mr. Cuomo? And a lot of people are talking about, oh, he's leaving office. We don't have to worry about that. He's still going to be pulling a pension from the state of New York for being governor for three terms. And from what I understand, that's a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars a year. And if he does not go through formal impeachment through the state, he will be eligible to run for political office again. So the the rumor is, if you don't understand. He's, he's stepping down just for a year from now to run again. That's the rumor. I don't remember New York State ever, ever having a four-term governor. Or a governor who has served New York State for four terms. Whether it was consecutively or it was disjointed or what have you. I don't, I've never heard of that. What I am going to say is 
If I was Governor Cuomo, I would be hiding. I'll be letting this lay low. Because there's a good possibility I'm going to get sued. And by those 11 women. And I found out tonight. The way the law is written for sexual harassment. You can get. You um can sue. Everybody who even saw or heard or even was privy to the information of the sexual harassment. So that means the young lady who stepped down, who I, I, you know, unless they're extremely close friends, I think they're dating. I think that's his new boo. He just don't want the world to know. She could get sued by the, the, the executive assistant one, which her name escapes me right now. And she could sue her because she says she personally went after her for, um, after the sexual harassment made and she made a complaint. So this is a nice little mess. But we can't even dwell on that because we do have a ve- our very first female governor who said yesterday on Good Morning um, on one of the Sunday morning CBS shows that she's looking for her lieutenant governor to be from the five boroughs. And someone she can work with because her and Cuomo did not really speak. You'll wonder why she wasn't young enough for him to harass probably. I don't know. That was classless and I try to be classy. But I don't know too much about this woman. I mean she's an upstater. They say she spent a lot of time in the five boroughs. I've never seen her before this whole thing happened. Um, supposedly she is a great fit. She has vast experience and they're saying New York state is lucky that she is around. So it goes back to the phrase that I had just said in the beginning of this. People will always tell you what you did wrong, but will hesitate to compliment you for what you did right. The good thing about Mr. Cuomo is that he was able to get things done. And yes, he used Hollywood figures to get it done. And I'm not knocking him for that because that was great strategy. I would have used somebody from Hollywood to get things done to pass my agenda. To get people to do stuff. Because. Unfortunately. And this is probably every state. Unfortunately. If you don't have somebody there. Who has some kind of clout. To get you to get your agenda passed. You're not getting your agenda passed. So I can tell you right now. Prime example, if 
J-Lo, P. Diddy, Lizzo, um, who else? Denzel Washington. All these African-American um, celebrities were to go to D.C. and talk on the floor about the need for the Voter Act. And if you add Tom Hanks and some other white celebrities in the mix, do you think there will be a delay in passing that law? Or the George Floyd law? No. Because with the celebrity clout, and if it gets on TV, which you know it will, and the common folk like you and I were to see it, we will push our senators even harder to pass it. Right now, we don't have no celebrity clout pushing for that to the point where they're going to stand and go on the floor of Congress and tell them, you motherfuckers better pass it. Excuse my language. But you're not, you're not getting that at all. That's what Mr. Cuomo did. Looking back on his three terms and how he has called almost every celebrity, depending on the need or the, the the type of population he's trying to get to or what racial group he was getting to, he would call them. His latest was um, he called Rosie Perez and John Leguizamo to talk during one of his press conferences before this all came out. And to wear masks because he was trying to target the Latino group, particularly the young people, because a lot of the young Latinos, I, I'm just talking about from what I can see in my neighborhood, refuse to wear a mask unless they go into the store. And once they go into the store, they're ripping it off and dropping it on the floor. So there's a lot of a lot of things that he did for the state of of New York, um, I will say one of the things I didn't like what he did is that uh, if you get an MSW, you have to take the exam and become licensed in order to get the salary that an MSW would get. So now I'm stuck taking the exam, which I'm afraid to take. And if you fail the exam, you got to pay for the exam all over again. And I was like, before I even went to graduate school, I sat down there and I said, oh my Lord, this is another money grab for the state of New York. Because <laughs> not only did you have to register for the exam, you had to register your register your degree. So I, I'm halfway through the process. Now I got to go register for the exam. It. it like I said, he did some things that I didn't like. But during this pandemic, I was very proud to call him my governor. Very proud until this whole sexual harassment came up. And I'm not going to lie. He disappointed me. 
I'm not going to be one of those females who's going to stand behind him because I am very conflicted with him. He very much disappointed me. And I don't know what even this, even the right words to say about the situation. But he disappointed me. I expected better from him. And when I didn't get better and I saw everything, I, I wanted to be radio of silence, to tell you the truth. But it didn't make sense to be radio silent because he did it and it's all over the news. And I and, and, and the statements I'm saying go back to what I shared earlier. We all think about the bad people do. We never think about the good. So I'm not really talking about the governor right now on thinking of the bad and, and, and we don't think of the good. I'm think I'm, I'm, I'm going to plead to you as a human to another human. I'm not saying make friends with that person once again who did you wrong. But think about all the good stuff that that person did for you. That's all I have to say. And I, I want to say the same for the, for the governor. And um, I can see some of the, the news channels like CNN and, and, and MSNBC is actually sitting down there doing positive spins instead of negative spin. And I appreciate them for doing that because... We can't knock the man for being human. We can't. We can try, but we can't. Before we before we vindicate not even vindicate, before we hang him rather in the public square, let's look at his positive things too. And I would like you to do that to other people in your life who have wronged you. Personally, I should be taking my own advice. And I have on several occasions. And the people that I try to forgive just made me more bitter. And not only more bitter, but it also made me sit down there and question why I gave them a second chance. Do I say Governor Cuomo run for governor again? Again, No. Do I say the state legislator um, do their thing to pull away his pension? I say yes. Because he broke a law that he put on the books. That's bad. Don't think because you wrote the law, you signed the law, you advocate for the law, that you're above the law. That's all I have to say on that one. Do he deserve the the money that... Let me rephrase that. Do the state of New York need to sue him for the royalties of that book? Hell yeah. And also, do the Tapazee Bridge get his old name back? 
I can tell you right now, Mario Cuomo Bridge or whatever it's called, it didn't roll off the tongue like the Tappan Zee Bridge. So we'll see what happens with that. I think it's a little too late to change that, but you know, when New Yorkers get mad, they, they try to get even. So don't try to mess with a New Yorker, I'm telling you. I want to thank you guys for, for listening to this today because this is a little bit looser than usual for me. Um, if you have, uh, if you want to reach me, you can reach me on Twitter at K of L D A. That's the letter K O F L D A or at M perfect pod. I am P the word perfect and pod both at those are both of my twitter handles i check them multiple times a day also if you want to email me it's imperfectly perfect the podcast at outlook.com imperfectly perfect podcast at outlook.com I look forward to spending more time with you on another day. Have a good and blessed day. Bye.